Gather round, gather round. My name is Uncle Ron. You have landed on my porch. Pull up a chair, have a seat, grab some coffee. Let's talk about how to grow your business using search engine optimization technology and social media. I am here to give you the tips, tricks, and cheat codes that I use to grow my, grow my own business which is an insurance agency. I also run a marketing agency that does search engine for local businesses and helps them exploit their local marketplace. We use what I'm teaching you through this podcast, Monday through Friday, to do exactly what we do, which is put money into your pocket. This week, we are talking about lead capture. So you've done all these things. You've gotten all these people to your website. You have to have some way for them to convert and become a lead or a prospect to your business. People ask me, what's the difference between a lead and a prospect? And I, I tend to look at it this way. A lead is when you have a name and a contact info, piece of contact info, whether that be cell phone, home phone, email address, address, whatever that may be, a name and a piece of contact info. To me, that is a lead. And when you graduate from being a lead and you give me more information so that I can actually sell to you, that's when you become a prospect. Some people will interchange those terms, but when, when I'm talking about lead capture, this is the, the, the process that I am speaking of. And yesterday we talked about there being two different types of lead capture or call to action on your website, on the page that people are looking at. There is a, hey, let's get married, buy my stuff call to action, which typically has a form that people are going to fill out. It can be a click to call. It can be send an email. Most people are comfortable with that form aspect where they give up their name, their email, their cell phone, mailing address, whatever the case, whatever, whatever information is that you need. But there's also, hey, I'm not ready to get married, but I'd like to know more about you. Can we date for a little while? Where somebody gives up, say, a first name and an email address, and now you've got them sucked into your email list, and that is growing. And if you communicate with that email list, just like I do with listeners of this podcast who sign up for my email list, bit.ly forward slash porch with a capital P, that gets you on my email list. You're going to hear from me every Saturday morning with a recap and extension of what we talk about on this podcast. You should be doing the same thing with your website. And one of the things that people do when they begin to put these call to actions on their website, and I have been guilty of it, is they make these beautiful call to actions. I mean, the buttons look like they came from the Tower Bridge in London. They're so exquisite. I got bad news for you. Quit making them so pretty. There is a concept in online digital marketing known as ugly buttons. I'm not lying. I believe it's the website still out there, uglybuttons.com. People 
are dumb. I told you that yesterday when I said, hey, call to action, make it, you know, spell it out, make it so that they understand they're going to buy from you. But along with people being dumb, they need something to grab their attention because after about 15, 20, 30 seconds, if they're reading, they've forgotten probably why they even clicked on your web page. You need an ugly button as a pattern interrupt that triggers in their mind, I need to buy from this person. I need to download that lead magnet where they give you that name and that email. Some folks won't even read your content. I've talked about it before. They prefer to watch the video. Include a button in your video if you have that capability. But the people that land on your webpage, your website, some of them aren't going to read. They're just going to look for the button. Because of that, you want that ugly button to be as painfully obvious as freaking possible up in the top left corner of my insurance agency's webpage, there is a big giant red button that says get a quote it can't be any more obvious than that what the heck is going on it is outside of the logo of the business it is the second thing to load on that let web page and it says, get a quote. It is the phrase that I hate because I hate saying we give quotes. We give proposals. But vernacular says, get a quote. People know what the heck they're doing. They smash it. They give us the information on the form. And we're off to the races. Make sure you have an ugly button. If you look at the blog entries on my website, you are going to see Neon lime green buttons with blue lettering. They're ugly as can be. But people click on them because they catch their attention. And it spurs that action. Visually appealing isn't as attention grabbing as that ugly colored button that's in the way that says buy my stuff. You have to include ugly buttons because they work. And if you don't believe me, do an A-B test on your website on a page you know that has traffic and see if the really pretty button works or if the ugly button works. And I already know how it plays out. I'm Uncle Ron. You've been on my porch. If your business needs help with digital marketing, Sprocket Expert Optimizations is here for you. SprocketOps.com is where you can find my help to help you market your business. We will help you put ugly buttons in place. Tomorrow, we are going to talk about congruence in content. That's a big fancy word, and I'm going to explain it to you. But you have to tune in tomorrow to my porch. We'll see you then.